0: Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I truly am so grateful every day for not only doing a job I love, but for doing a job that fits my lifestyle so well. And Liz. You've been saying it's all over TikTok for weeks and I have yet to see it on TikTok, so I'm just sort of taking your word for it. I am not on hard-boiled egg talk. Your mom time off starts now. We have a very exciting episode today. No, you, you don't say. And I know I say that every day. But I'm actually really excited about today's episode. We have all of the segments you love. Ditch the drive through Great Eight, A Test Drive, Industry News, A Millennial Word of the Day. What else could you want? That's all we have to offer. True. So, <laughs> truly. Before we dive in, let's just catch up. Um, we have been slammed doing so many, I guess, like administrative doesn't feel like the right word, but I guess just like behind the scenes things of the car mom. Yeah. I think it's just crazy how much time and work and energy goes into producing a social media page. And running a business. And running a, a business. Yeah. So we've been... Yeah. In case in case anyone doesn't know, this is mine and Kelly's full-time job. And a full-time job, it is. I know. I love to make the joke, like, I left my part-time job working 25 hours a week so I could go work yeah. 24-7 instead. But it's work that we love doing really enjoy, yeah. and I think one of our favorite things about the job or one of our biggest goals for the car mom is to be able to give this kind of opportunity to other moms and Absolutely. it's just something that's like really on both of our hearts um if I think back to like when I first started the car mom I was so miserable in my career I just wanted to be home with my babies more I wasn't finding fulfillment and I was just so mad at the world because I felt like I had so much to offer mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow, the world's just not set up for mothers. I mean. Yeah. And you're you were reduced down to a part time administrative work when before you were out there selling cars, wheeling and dealing and really good at it and really good at it. And I just felt like so overqualified for the job I was doing. But that was the job that had the flexibility, that had the flexibility. And I just can't believe that, like, and, you know, don't even take just like my position. But I mean, you know, corporate America goes till five and school, gets out at three. Yeah. And we get Who paired, decided that and, like. In America, like we have no paid maternity, no paid maternity leave. Um, No, I mean, there's, they don't have to offer you like X amount of sick days for your children. And I have two children who go to daycare. And guess what? They're sick all the time. And it sucks. So I just like feel so blessed. Like I truly am so grateful every day for not only doing a job I love, but for doing a job that fits my lifestyle so well. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that we really want to be able to give back to other moms. We're super excited that we're at the point where we're seeing the um the financial ability to expand our team. Yeah. And Elizabeth and I are not in this for the money. We're in this to make the car buying process easier and bring a lot of women along with us. We've said that We've said that from the beginning, back when we were were making actually $0, and to now that hasn't changed. We were in it for the good. And we actually, this week, were able to kind of start that dream. And we hired um, actually two copywriters for our website, and we were really excited about it. Um, But with that, that also came, you know, we got like over a 100 applications that we had to or that we got to sort through and we interviewed a few um a good chunk of women and, and they were all great and they were all incredible and it it killed me when you know we hired two incredible super qualified women and then as I'm going through sending the emails being like thank you for applying but we went with another candidate I'm like Kelly this person has like a master's degree and was like a manager before she became a stay-at-home mom like what are we doing And there's just so much there's so much potential. There's so much insane talent. And it kills me that they're looking for they're just looking for something like this. And I mean, I think that I mean, if anything good has come out of the pandemic, I think that remote work is more readily available, which Mm -hmm. is great. But I think also just a job that can offer the flexibility to just be super. I think as a mom, like, especially as a stay-at-home mom, like, yeah, like, maybe you want to make your own money, but you also just want to have your own thing, yeah, and you want to do something that you're passionate about, and I mean, the applicants that we got, I mean, they would like, we and Liz would just read our applicants, and like, we would get teary-eyed just like reading Mm -hmm. people's stories and being like, this is exactly what I want to do. I told my husband this is my dream job, and we just want you to know that if you applied for the position... know that it was like the hardest decision we've ever had to make we've honestly kind of been down about it all week and like this is not going to be the last time we hire moms it is like we have two that we've hired part-time right now we've got plans for so many other positions we want to turn the car mom into so much more than just an instagram page Mm -hmm. we want it to be an online publication and i want it to be a platform where You know, not that I ever want to exist without me, but like I don't want to be the last car mom. I want (coughs) car mom to be the new motor trend for moms and for families. And I want like to always be bringing that information. We have so many other avenues. We're so excited to continue to explore. So definitely will not be our last time hiring. And I think it's just I just want you to know, like if you're a stay at home mom or a mom just like looking for some sort of outlet for some creativity and something you're passionate about. I know you're so qualified and I'm just, I feel for you what it's like to feel like the world is just not like recognizing your potential and you yeah. have so much potential. Yeah, I know. So anyway, yeah. not to start the episode off on a, <sighs> it, it's, it's positive and it's, it yeah it's both things because it's, it's exciting and it also kind of sucks, but. Nonetheless, other than that, how are you doing, Kel? Um, Besides that, I'm good. We leave for Arizona tomorrow. Didn't catch the stomach bug. So everyone in my family caught it. I think I'm in the clear because it will be tomorrow. It'll be six days since Hattie got it. I need to knock on wood right now. Yeah, it was just like a 12 hour thing that went through the daycare. Some parents got it. Some parents didn't. Tyler, I think, got a mild case of it. Like he didn't puke, but he just had a little bit of the bubble guts. I hate that you guys call it the bubble guts. <laughs> oh, I think the bubble guts is cute. It's kind of cute, but it's also kind of not. What would you rather me call it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, you, you're just the only... You say bubble guts as if everyone knows what bubble guts means. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so excited to go to Arizona. We are doing just like a tour workshop i guess is at the tour retreat me and betsy are going out there with hattie and my mom to just soak up some nice weather and film a lot of content we will be a little bit of a redemption from chicago auto show i am bringing my camera i am bringing some car seats we are bringing everything that we need to just make some great tours do some great content and just we're really looking forward to getting some tours under our belt yes so if you haven't go over to um the com on youtube and give us a uh, subscribe we would really appreciate it yeah Um, okay. Well, Kel, I think that now is as good a time as ever for the millennial word of the day. I'm super excited (laughs) about the millennial word of the day. Where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. Now, this one, we know what it means, but I'm trying to find like an urban dictionary definition and I'm sort of falling short. So I'm going to just sort of like read one and we can kind of add to it. And then we'll elaborate. Okay. So the millennial word of the day is main character. When you envision yourself as the main character of the movie version of your life, highlighting the best parts of yourself that would make you unique or likable. This syndrome focuses on the self more than any other person, much on how movies or television have a story primarily based on one character. So if you think like you're the most interesting girl in school, you think you're the main character. It's not a compliment, is my understanding of it. Like if someone's like, Oh, she thinks she's like she's the main she thinks she's the main character. Well, it depends on how you use it oh see this is confusing me okay well because i feel like something that you would say and you probably have said to me in a couple of ways would be like oh well i'm the main character of our siblings you would say that like you would think that yeah you're and the that's main. not a nice thing for me to say well it's a nice it's a compliment to yourself it's not nice to us <laughs> so you're like i'm the main character i would i've never said that you did say that you were like you were kim of the Kardashians yeah, because, because you're the, no, you said I'm the main one and I quote I'm the main one you have <laughs> because I'm the karma no but you said it's not the fact that you called yourself Kim it's the fact that you said because I'm the main one okay Kelly has a main character syndrome <laughs> respectfully always has kind of okay that's that actually makes me upset you guys know I always hate when you tell me that you always <laughs> pay me as this like self-centered person and I'm not like that I do not think I'm the main character are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. I think that if we asked our siblings, we'll see, we'll te- text them and maybe they'll call us at some point while we're recording the episode. I think that Grayson will say me. I think that Sydney will say me, but I think that Sydney's also very much main character energy. Not a show I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think another example of like a main character attribute or main character example is when you and I thought Krispy Kreme only existed in yes. St. Louis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, we think the world revolves around yeah. us. Like, Krispy Kreme, the best donuts in all of America. It's a St. Louis It's thing. just a St. Didn't Louis. didn't even start in St. Louis. It started on, like, <laughs> North Carolina or something. We are so lame. It was your confidence, because I wasn't sure. And you're like, yeah, no, for sure. I know. I thought it was for sure. But that's because that's I'm... But like, what's it, so embarrassing is that I had a Krispy Kreme donut in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> so I just don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Anyway, that's one of the day's main character. Um, well, I wasn't expecting it to turn into such an insult to me. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Well, um, but you know what? We live and we learn. OK, we have to get into some other things, but I, I'm sorry. I have one more update. I didn't even tell you about this. What? So remember how on the last episode we talked about um, gummy worms and the Lion King? and oh, like, yeah. If they, in fact, started because of the Lion King, uh-huh. guess what? They did. They didn't. They They did did not. not. No, but I do. I do want to read the history of a gummy worm. If anyone, yeah. No, actually, I'm really because it's actually kind of fun. So gummy candy as a concept has been around since 1922, started in Germany. So like gummy bears were like the first thing to hit the market. Okay. American candy manufacturer Trolley developed the gummy worm in 1981. Okay. So before the because I think the Lion King was like in the 90s. 90s, yeah. The intent was to give children something fun to eat while mildly shocking the parents. This shock has since torn off. Gummy worms are one of the most popular gummy characters around. So that's just all. It was just like as a way to kind of give parents a little shock. I don't know. I don't think that's good marketing. No, I wouldn't think so either. But it's kind of like green ketchup. Remember green ketchup? Yeah, I can't believe mom bought that. Oh, I wouldn't eat it. It grossed me up too much. Disgusting. Disgusting. Well, I think it's time for the test drive where we try something new so you don't have to. (sighs) And spoiler alert. We already tried it. We already tried it because we thought it would be too difficult to podcast and try it. But we tried the grated egg, no, the grated hard-boiled egg trend, I guess, that's all over TikTok. Yeah, you've been saying it's all over TikTok for weeks and I have yet to see it on TikTok. So I'm just sort of taking your word for it. I am not on hard-boiled egg talk, I guess, in the way that you are. (laughs) Well, I guess it's just like all like the Weight Watchers of it all, and then yeah. like point gouging me for hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, you're. And I've been talking about hard-boiled eggs and your FBI agent listening. Yeah. For I guess ever since we've started the podcast, so this is a Weight Watchers nightmare. because, yeah. You know, heaven forbid you put a hard-boiled. Well, I'm pretty sure those are both zero toast. points now since you have been complaining about them. So <laughs> someone's listening. But anyway, the essentially you take it's it's shown on avocado toast, but the idea is that you take a hard-boiled egg and then you put it on a cheese grater. Like so you grate it like you would grade cheese and then you put it on top of your avocado toast. So we tried it. We have a video I'll we'll post on the Car Mom's, or the Carpool stories. It was super average. It was super average and a lot of work, like more work than it was worth and just such a mess. Such a mess. And like Elizabeth and I were saying, like, I would have rather just chopped up the hard-boiled egg. Or like sliced the hard-boiled. If you want a hard-boiled egg, there's other ways to eat it that isn't doesn't involve Getting your cheese grater dirty. Yeah, grating it like cheese was um, difficult to look at, difficult to do, and difficult to clean up. 100%. So across the board, not worth it. Any, you know what? That's why we do this segment. That's why we do the test drive, so we can try something new, so you don't have to. And congratulations, you don't have to. Don't yeah. do it. No, harbo hard boiled egg on avocado toast? Sure, if that's your fancy. Sure, But just chop day. it up and throw some sriracha on. You don't need to ch- grate it. Yeah, so it we will so have extra. a video of us grating it and also our reaction to trying it on the carpool Instagram. OK, are you ready for the great eight? Mm-hmm. I am ready for the great eight, where we choose a category, select eight things within that category, and then battle them off head to head until we choose a winner. Today's great eight is, is car convenience features. So All this right. one's a, a little car heavy of an episode, if you will. Uh, well, this is an automotive podcast. hundred percent it is say. an automotive podcast. So we are going to take our favorite car convenience features, put them head to head, and ultimately figure out if we could only have one of these features on our car, which one would we choose? This is like, gonna So be, it's if I could have one. It's going to be a hot, take. Well, we're going to start by saying our favorites, <clears throat> and then we'll battle them. But like, yeah, that's I know. the metric we're going to measure. Okay, it. okay. I want to just quickly clarify what a convenience feature is. Please. Because I thought it'd be too difficult to, like, do all car features because then, like, are you going to be the girl who chooses heated seats over blind spot? Yeah. So it's nothing to do with safety features. It's just those car convenience features. Okay. So things that make, like, your day-to-day life in your car more enjoyable but not safer. Yeah. Because it's, it? like, heated steering wheel or airbag. Well, <laughs> I've never seen an airbag before, so it's not really helping me out. <laughs> okay so it's just convenience features it's just convenience features so why don't you start by giving us our first one so let's get our eight and then we'll start debating okay well i'm gonna go with the obvious one of heated seats heated seats is gonna be hard to beat especially yeah. since like we're in these winter months yeah and i have a space heater and a blanket on me right now so a heated seat would not be the worst thing <laughs> okay i'm gonna go with power tailgate yeah and i think we should give a brief explanation especially for people who may not be um as familiar on these features that are on these newer vehicles, but a power tailgate essentially has a button on the tailgate that will automatically close it. I'm also going to include like the hands-free tailgate. Okay. I think like that's all in one. So hands-free meaning like if you kick your foot underneath the trunk, the trunk will open. You press a button, the trunk will close. You don't have to like slam the trunk shut. I'm going to say power tailgate. Okay. I'm going to say Apple CarPlay. That's a really good one. I'm... Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, basically the idea that your infotainment system works more seamlessly with your phone. So when you have Apple CarPlay, you can do things like play your podcasts. I heard about this one called The Carpool. Check it out. Heard it's like... Oh, you already are. Topping charts. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You can also send text messages. You can use your Apple Maps instead of like your navigation system that's in your car. So I think Apple CarPlay is great. Okay. I am going to go with keyless entry. Yeah. Slash like... So like the, the idea that you could have your key on your person, lock, unlock your car, and also start your vehicle without ever taking your key out of your pocket. Yeah. Keyless entry is a game changer. I'm going to say remote start. Okay. Remote start is where on your key fob, you're able to start your car without being even inside of it. If you, As long as you're in an X amount radius, you can start your car with just your key to heat it up or cool it down, depending on the weather. All right, I'm gonna go with, um, this is getting tough. I'm gonna go with auto hold, which is one of my favorite features. I talk about it a lot. Auto hold is the idea that you can turn on this button called auto hold. You might have in your car and not even know it. You turn the button on, whenever you come to a complete stop, you'll feel the car kind of grab the brake and it will keep the car stopped. You can then take your foot off the brake, relax, maybe, like, go re-put a binky in a child's mouth, go check on the children. I mean, because, mm-hmm. like, you don't have to have your foot slammed on the brake. Yeah. And then to take, to release that, all you have to do is put your foot on the gas. It's a complete game changer for the drive-thru. Okay. Can confirm. Do I have one more? How many is that? You have one more. Oh, gosh. Um, hmm. I'm going to say kind of a newer one wireless charging okay okay and i'm gonna go with um oh there's so many i could go with i'm thinking like heated steering wheel ventilated seats panoramic sunroof power seats Mm. i'm gonna say uh, i'm gonna say power seats yeah okay are you ready to hear our list of the great eight of car convenience features i am Heated seats, power tailgate, Apple CarPlay, keyless entry, remote start, auto hold, wireless charging, and power seats. Okay, so we're going to be basing it off of if we can only choose one, which one will we choose? And why? Must have. Okay. Okay, so now I'll start matching them up. We'll do head-to-head. Yep. We'll get our final four, Let's and then we'll get it. our top two, and then we'll choose our winner. Okay. I'm just going to go down the list today. Okay. Wow, this is gonna be. I can't do that. That's not gonna work. Okay, let's do. Let's let's keep it on the seats category. Let's do powered seats versus heated seats. Mm. I think with heated seats, you have to think. Well, I wasn't say you only use it half the year, but when I was pregnant, I was heated seats on, air conditioning blasting, because yeah. like the heat feels good on your back pain. Heated seats are going to be hard to part with, but I'm also the kind of person who I adjust my car seat all the time throughout the day. I don't know why I do that. Yeah, I guess I just like like to slightly alter my seat just to get a little bit more comfortable. Does anyone else do that? Or like once your seat's yeah. set, is it set? It's more of like the moving the back up and down, especially if you've been in the car for a while and you just sort of need to adjust your back. But I guess you could also put on a heated seat to do that. Well, <laughs> and let's not forget. Here's the thing, though. I think we need to give it to heated seats because just because the seat's not powered doesn't mean you can't adjust it. Yeah. But like if you don't have heated seats, you don't have heated seats. That's true. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to have heated seat move on. Yeah. I can live without power. Okay. Next let's do remote start versus wireless charging. Uh, I think remote start. For me, it's remote start, too. I actually don't like the wireless charging very much in vehicles. I think that, one, it's super slow. And my phone is literally always almost dead. So I'm trying to, like, get that USB-C, get it charged as quickly as possible. Yeah. And a lot of them are just in very inconvenient places. Like, mine goes down this little, like, crevice that then is, like, impossible to take out. And then you can't even, like, see your phone or, like, quickly access it or, like, do anything. So I agree. I'm not... And it doesn't even work with all my cases either. Like I don't even think it works with the loopy case oh, right now. Yeah. But like I need the loopy case. Okay. So So I'd rather just have it plugged in. Yeah, me so. So I'm gonna take wireless charging off. It's just not there yet. So who even won? I just knew I didn't want a wireless charging. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh remote start. <laughs> oh one. remote start, yeah. That's a solid one. And yeah. she'll have we'll talk about her in a minute. Okay, next we're gonna do. Ugh, this is getting hard. Let's do Apple CarPlay versus Auto hold. For me, it's Apple CarPlay. <sighs> Just from someone who's like jump always like going into different cars and not even because of the demos, but even go, taking Maddie's truck every now and then. Just being able to, you know, when, when you're going throughout different cars and you're trying to like figure so much out and feel more comfortable with even the drive, at least you don't have to try and figure out the infotainment or figure out how to change something because it's all on your phone you, I mean I think you're 100% right and I also think like what what's amazing about Apple CarPlay is like it gives you the ability to get a car with navigation basically because mm-hmm. navigation is almost always an upgrade on a vehicle but if you have the Apple CarPlay you get your Apple Maps your Google Maps in the infotainment system and to your yeah. point like for families like switching out switching in and out of cars like you plug your phone in, you plug your phone in. Now you, you choose the podcast, you choose the Spotify, yeah. you choose the destination. So yeah, I think, even though I do love auto hold. I don't think, I think I, I could live without auto hold. I don't think I could do without Apple CarPlay. This is going to get really hard. This round's going to be easy. The next round's going to be hard. Okay, this one's going to be just about impossible. Power tailgate versus keyless entry. I can't believe I did this to myself. You know, I think power tailgate... <sighs> It's my first instinct as well. Yeah. But I don't open my trunk every day. I get in and out of my car. I start my car every single day. I always found because switching out of cars all the time, sometimes I have a car with keyless entry, sometimes I don't. And while it's an adjustment to go back to remembering to have your key in your hand, you adjust and it's okay. And also, my, my, my keyless entry is a little bit finicky, too, because on the Santa Fe, they took off the button, and it's just like you press your finger, and so it's a little bit more finicky, so I always have to grab my key anyway. Oh, really? It's really annoying. I do not like to hear that. I know. Um, I also think, like, I mean, I think that if, you, if you would have asked me this several months ago, I would have said, no, I need keyless entry, but lately, I have been using the Ander Denner wallet, so my keys and my wallet are together. I do not I now always know where my where my keys yeah. are because I always know where my wallet is but before when I just like had a wallet and a key like my keys were in my coat pocket they were in my purse yeah. they were yeah sometimes in the cup sometimes holder. keyless entry is a detriment because you don't know where you put your keys last Yeah it's really tough so I think that like now I could probably live without it because I know where my keys are but now I'm like wait I don't even know if I could put my keys it would be hard i could live without the keyless entry it would be hard for me to like have to put my key into a slot and turn it on because i don't even know if i could do you can't even do that with my dinner wallet yeah because it'd be too much weight on it well i think that is just what you would have to do in order to have power ta- power tailgate because i don't imagine a world where i'm pulling my trunk down and i know that sounds if you guys don't have a power tailgate you probably think we're being so dramatic but once you go <laughs> power tailgate it is hard to go back and as a mom there's times where like, if you have a baby in a pumpkin seat and you need to try to close the trunk, I can't reach the top of that. And I'm six feet tall. To hold a baby in a pumpkin seat and then take one hand Kel, and close it's not the trunk. About, it's not about being dramatic. It's about convenience. There are convenience features for a reason. You're right. And a power tailgate is extremely convenient. Okay, fine. That's my that's my vote. I'm pretty strong. all. Power them. tailgate moves forward. Are you ready to hear our final four yes. of the great aid of convenience features? Yes. Heated seats, power tailgate, Apple CarPlay, remote start. Okay tough list. Okay. Let's go with heated seats versus remote start. Now, I will say I park in a garage. Me too. I know not everyone does though, so I'm being sensitive to that. I think that um I think that remote start is a more convenient feature. I don't think I could do without heated seats. So I, heated seats moves on for me. Heated seats moves on for me, too. I agree. I think, like, if you had that feature and you parked outside and you could start your car and get it, like, uh, heated up and all the ice melts off before you have to step outside, that's way more convenient than having your butt warm all day. But I can't live without – like, I would rather have heated seats. I would also rather have heated seats. I also think, like, again – Remote start, it's not, I find that remote start is super finicky for some reason. Mm-hmm. I always seem to struggle with that feature. Yeah. Um. I've also like never had a car for like long enough to like really like learn the ins and outs of it, but yeah. it's just not something that I use a ton. Yep. So for that reason, I'm gonna also go heated seats. Okay, what's next? Okay, next we have Apple CarPlay versus Power Tailgate. Oof. Dang. Oh gosh, Cal. What's your What's your gut telling you? My gut, I can't believe I'm saying this, is the Apple CarPlay. Apple CarPlay. That's what my gut was, too. But I would be devastated to not have a power tailgate. Devastated. But, back to your point, you don't use your trunk every day. You don't use your trunk every day. I'm just trying to think, though, because, like, yeah, while Apple CarPlay is nice, you technically still could. I don't use, like, the texting feature because, like, that's just, like... T- I would just, like, yeah, never do that. Yeah, it's more for music and navigation And tech technically, for me. like, we're and not saying... That this car probably has Bluetooth. Yeah, but that's... Yeah. So, like, I'm saying you could still play your podcast. You could still play your music through the Bluetooth. It just wouldn't show up on the screen. But if it has Bluetooth, whereas, like, if you don't have power tailgate, you don't have power tailgate. You're closing your trunk. So I'm actually <laughs> thinking... I'm going to switch to power tailgate because while I think that Apple CarPlay has made the integration more convenient, technically the technology is already there because you can still do a USB. You can still do Bluetooth, but like you can't close your truck. I'm going to have to call mom for a tiebreaker because I think it's Apple CarPlay. Okay, call mom. Is she going to answer? I don't. I'm going to find out. Yeah, I feel pretty strongly about power tailgate and I think she will agree with me. Uh, we're just we're just going to ask her and then that's the end of it. We're not going to have her explain. And I don't want right. to hear her hearers. Mom, you're on yes. the carpool podcast. We need you to do a tiebreaker. What would you rather have on your car? Apple CarPlay or a Power Tailgate? Oh, Apple CarPlay 100%. Woo! All right, thank you. I can open my own darn tailgate. Thank you. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Love you, Mom. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Apple CarPlay moves forward. Thank you, Chris. Okay. Well, how about that? She didn't even think. She said, "I'm an independent woman, and I can close my own trunk." Well, you know what? I can play my own podcast. So, (laughs) So. whatever. She's sassy. (laughs) Okay, that leaves our final two of the great eight of convenient features as Apple CarPlay versus heated seats. I kind of knew it was going to end up here. I kind of thought power tailgate. I thought it was going to be power tailgate heated seats. But now that we have Apple CarPlay versus heated seats, what are we going to do? This is a hard one. <sighs> well, then it goes back to the point of you only use, you know, your heated seat. No, not everyone, though. Yeah, but, but like majority. I'm going to say... <laughs> First of all, I want to acknowledge that my top three are probably power tailgate, heated seats, Apple CarPlay. Okay, in with that a close order. Second, yeah, with a close second being. Um, so no, have- no, 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 not that order. Oh, I'm not giving an order. Okay, with a close fourth being the keyless entry. I'm gonna say mm, heated seats. I don't know. I don't know we can't call another tiebreaker so you better start give me a compelling argument my point is the apple carplay technology is there already Elizabeth. i know but i have i will never type in the i will never type in the nearest walgreens to find it on my navigation I know, my but car. you can still use your phone to do that yeah it's just not, not integrated <laughs> if you turn on the speaker it's safe okay fine I'll do heated seats well are you happy about it no but it's <laughs> <laughs> i don't know kelly this is too hard my it's, job is too hard it's really difficult <laughs> but i think i feel pretty good about heated seats yeah okay i really I, do Liz, love, you can I, only have one like I just go love, with your gut you can only have one you can only have one. Oh, i don't want to choose <laughs> i didn't want to choose either okay, but okay fine chose. you gave a compelling argument so i can i can concede with heated seats okay that leaves the great aid of convenient features to be heated seats. Wow. I don't know if I'm going to regret that or not. I feel like we could get some hate for this one. Yeah. Have me listen to this. Have me listen to this episode in July and we'll see how yeah. I'm yelling we'll at be like,
1: That <laughs> is true. Yeah.
0: Uh. I know. And then you don't have Apple CarPlay. But hey, guess what? You have your heated seats. Uh, but I, do, I did use heated seats when I was pregnant in the summer. I'm holding on to that. But also, like, should I have just, like... Ugh, this is so hard. Fine, I'll go Apple CarPlay. I will go I Apple CarPlay. I feel car- better about that. I will go Apple CarPlay. Because you're right, in July we're going to be like, really? And while I might use it one or two times in the summer. You're going to use Apple CarPlay every single day. All right, well, that was like a fun, that was like a wild ride. Yeah, that was a wild ride. All right, I think it's time we move to our Ditch the drive through segment where we give you an easy dinner recipe to get you out of your dinner rut and just mix it up. Mix it? Up. Hold on, I nailed that. You did. Let's save that as a soundbite, so I don't have to try to say it every single time. Yeah, that was very good. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. Um, so today's Ditch the drive through. this is going to be a super Ditch the drive through, in that you probably have all of these ingredients sitting in your fridge and pantry right now. And I would make these all the time when I just felt like I had nothing, nothing in my fridge. And they are tortilla, pizzas. Now, they don't sound glamorous or good, but trust me, they hit. They I hit in ways nev- that I've they should I've never shouldn't. tried it, but I agree, like, especially after, I think, like, last week's Ditch the drive through was, like, you have to make a casserole, like, you have to get all these dishes dirty. So, like, this is, like, paper plate status. This is paper plate status. So, let me walk you through how to make it. So, Please. you're going to preheat your oven to, I think, like, 400 degrees, and you're going to grab a tortilla, flour... I've never tried corn, but I think flour is the way to go. Drizzle a little olive oil, salt, pepper, garlic powder if you have it, um, Italian seasoning, whatever sort of good pizza seasonings you have. Once the oven's preheated, pop just that in to the oven for like five minutes. Just so it gets a just so it starts to cook a, a little bit then you're gonna take it out and you're going to top it with some marinara sauce pasta sauce pizza sauce whatever you've got laying around cheese and shredded cheese and whatever toppings you have if you happen to have some pepperoni laying around if you have onions peppers really anything throw it on there put it back in the oven bake for like 10 minutes pull it out you've got a pizza What a fun! It takes, like, 15 minutes. What a I, fun recipe. I usually eat two. And fun for the kids. Like, you and can make your own kids. pizza. And, like, you know, obviously this kind of goes on to, like, you can get other types of pizza crust. And you could, like, make it more of a pizza night. Absolutely. But like I a think pizza like, night is a great ditch to the drive through, Or ditch the takeout. Ditch the delivery. Um, but this is, like, if you don't know what else to do and you have nothing, come on. We all have tortillas. We all have that. marinara agreed. And... Try it cheesy. And also could be I think it's a really good lunch option too. Yeah. It's like the adult lunchable only cooked. So don't don't do not knock it until you try I it. I've never Kelly, tried it. Kelly I told her about this idea before we started it And she was knocking me no, no no I was not Knocking I make something similar I like to do the Little non breads so well, I yeah And will that'll probably be like its own dish to the drive through segment Because we have like these non bread pizzas That we do on the grill that are fabulous but for the Kids I like to just get the little mini naan Sometimes mm-hmm. I do the mini naan breads And then just do marinara and cheese for the Kids yeah great but I think like I never Thought I don't always have those on hand I always try Have tortillas with a tortilla Cal, as St. Louis gals who love the thin Crust we are thin crust girlies try it on a tortilla i'm going to challenge you this week okay so will, that's my dish to drive-thru i think it's a really good one and i love something that's customizable yeah okay are you ready for industry news where we yes. just keep you um date on all things happening in the automotive world i have two because the stories are just good i want to first talk about this one and i feel like by the time this podcast might come out might come out there could be updates i could be a little bit new or there could be some updates or this could be a little outdated but i still think it's interesting and it is that have you heard about this cargo ship that's on fire a in the little middle bit, of the I, I ocean? don't know much about it. A little bit. Holy smokes. So there was a cargo ship carrying about 4,000 vehicles <gasps> that has caught on fire. Oh, my gosh. The crew had to completely evacuate. That's so scary. Sounds like everyone's okay. The ship is continuing to burn. No crews on board. And the suspected lithium fires have been confirmed. Now, here's where this got interesting. So there's so much to break down here. First of all, it was 4,000 vehicles from the Volkswagen brand. They were coming over from Germany. So some of the... Underneath the umbrella of the Volkswagen brand, you have four... others uh, four brands underneath Volkswagen. Okay. Do you want to guess them? No. Okay. Audi, Bentley, and Lamborghini are okay. all owned by Volkswagen. I would have never got that. So yeah. most of them... There's a few Volkswagens, but for the most part, it looked like it was like, oh, and I'm sorry. And 1,100 Porsches and some Porsches who are some Porsches um, who are not under the VW brand. Anyway, they, they've caught on fire. And the estimated loss is $282 million <gasps> across oh these 4,000 cars now. What's gotten crazy is there were some electric cars on board and now these batteries have caught fire. So now there's like these lithium fires, which are apparently a lot harder to put out than just like a regular fire. Oh, my gosh. So now there's like this huge conversation about the risk of shipping electric vehicles. So I'm just going to like read a little bit from the article this is from Automotive News. The incident underscores another safety warning about electric vehicles. The report said EVs rely on very large batteries with unusual fire risks. We do not know yet whether the EV batteries caused the fire or if they were ignited with the rest of the ship. In either case, the dire situation demonstrates a need to make potentially expensive safety investments to handle fur- further extensive EV delivery. So the issue is now these batteries are on fire and it's like not your everyday run of the mill fire. Oh, my god! So it makes it a lot more difficult to, I guess, put out. So not a good look for the EV world. No. Devastating for the Volkswagen group. Um, and it's funny because mom and dad were at a BMW conference this past weekend and they were with people who had Bentleys on the ship. No. Yeah. Gosh, that was. And like, hello, chip shortage. Yeah, who've already probably waited like a half a year to get their car and now it just got set on fire. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Yeah. And so like there's some pictures. I mean, the ship's just completely on fire. It's just crazy that this happened. How so, does the ship even catch on fire? I, just I don't, don't know. Understand. I'm so I'm so intrigued to find out. But anyway, so that's the first one. So we'll be sure to if there's any update, we can post about it on the Carpool Instagram. Um, but yeah, it's just caught fire in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Wow. Okay, so my next industry news is a little bit more car buying related, but it is from a website called The Drive. And the headline is of new car buyers paid over MSRP in January. Buying a new car in January hurt wallets more than ever. This is crazy because it essentially breaks down and proves what we've all known, that people are paying over MSRP for vehicles. So I want you, I'm going to read some average numbers. I want you to take these with very much a grain of salt because remember like averages can get really difficult Mm -hmm. because it might not even be like the median price someone paid. It could be like, one person paid $5,000, one person paid a dollar, and that comes out to like $700. Yeah. So it gets a little confusing. But the average new car buyer in January spent $728 more than MSRP on their purchase. Wow. But that average varied widely by brand. Buyers shopping for Cadillac, who cars already MSRP at an average of nearly $77,000, paid an average of $4,000 over MSRP for the car. Kia paid an average of 2200 thanks to Kia's relatively low average MSRP. That 229 upcharge represents the highest markup bump in the history at 7.1% over sticker price. Oh, my gosh. So people are paying over MSRP. I get asked a lot, should I expect that? Can you negotiate below MSRP? What's a good deal? What deal should I take? I have been, and this is just based on what I have been seeing When I do my consultations, when I hear about what people are doing, like seeing just the information that comes across my desk, is I would say, depending on the car, because like an Escalade is gonna be more over MSRP than a Ford Edge, depending on the car, 5,000 and under. It seems to be a good deal wow and i think what people need to remember and i think we've talked about this before on the podcast is i know that sounds scary to pay over msrp however 80 percent of people are doing it yeah you and, and also this is not what's also confusing about this is this is not saying 80 percent of people are paying over msrp on a telluride because we don't know it's not broken down by mm-hmm. car so like some of these sedans might not be going for over msrp right yeah but most of the most of the suvs and minivans are 5000 and under, I think right now is a good deal. I know it's scary to think about that. My biggest advice would just be like, think about this, though. When you go to trade that car in in three years, there wasn't a lot of 2022 sold. Yeah. So your car should, I mean, hopefully no one can predict the future, but your car should hold its value really well because the car market is so reliant on used vehicles and the a healthy used vehicle market is super important to the success of the car business We need used vehicles. It's harder to make used vehicles. I said this before. It's harder to make used vehicles because used vehicles needed a new vehicle three years ago. Yeah. So if you get into this like Chevy Tahoe, you paid over MSRP for it. You go to trade that in four years. There's not going to be a lot of used Chevy Tahoe's out there. You're going to get, I think you're going to get top dollar for your trade. I think like you won't feel I think it's, like, kind of six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Like, I think it's kind of all going to even out and be the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. And also, it said they're paying over MSRP. But like you said, that doesn't say if you're paying five grand over MSRP or if you're paying five bucks over MSRP. Like, prior to this, you weren't ever paying MSRP. I know. I would love to see, like, what – I bet it was. Because I remember, like, when we were – when I was selling BMWs, the M2 came out, which was, like, the super sassy BMW. And we would tell people like, oh, no, we're selling at MSRP. People were like, what? Yeah. At MSRP, no discount. And that was back in 2016. So like we were crazy to do that. That's insane how things can just change like that. And now it's like, oh, it's 5K over. That's the addendum. So anyway, not again, not to sound depressing. I think it's comforting knowing that like if that's what the car's worth, if that's what they're going for, then that's what they're going for. Yeah. So that then it's it's all about who's willing to pay it and what the what what the vehicle's worth. The vehicle's might be worth that. I mean right now the vehicles are worth that because there's not enough of them. Yeah. Dang, Kel. Cal. Those are some both hot hot news. Thanks. I'm loving the industry news segment. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. It's nice to it's nice to stay current. And I think that's all we've got today. So thank you so much for listening to The Carpool Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Give us, a, give us five stars and follow us on Instagram at The Carpool. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to The Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.